0: back with unwired i know it's been a while i always say that but i know consistency is the key to a popular podcast so uh, i'm going to get back on it just things have been just a little weird you know just a little weird and right now i'm trying something different i am wired in fact, I just put my headphones on, and I'm using my DR10 again, DR10L. Um, I'm sort of falling out of love with it. Uh, I have it matched to a Sonal microphone headset microphone, and it's a bit sharp. So what I'm going to do is turn down the highs in this just a bit to my ears. I've plugged my headphones into the DR10. It's a bit sharp. And as I pause, you can hear some of the wind, I guess the ambient noise in the room. I have um, some uh, network switch fans going, network equipment, the fans are going, and I'm in a wide open room. So you can hear the background noise come in, well, perhaps. What I'm going to do now is step into our audio booth. Yes, CAM4 Productions now has an audio booth. Uh, it is made by control acoustical environments it 's actually a test booth so i 'm going to walk in well you let's hear let 's try this i 've moved out of my office area and now you hear my uh, sweet neighbors talking. They sound a bit loud. so maybe it 's a good thing I have an audio booth. So now that I've moved away from my switches, let's pause for a second to hear how this room sounds. I'm really curious to see if you can pick up my uh, sweet neighbors and the sounds they're making. Um, One of the things you should think about when you're getting a space for a studio is the neighbors. You see, I visited this place on the weekend And I really appreciated the layout. I really envisioned what I can do with the place. But none of my suite mates were in on the weekend. So I didn't get a clear example of what the room sounds like. Now I'm making noise doing other things, so don't mind that. But as you can hear, This is the way the room sounds. So now I'm gonna walk into this audio booth and continue to record. Now I still do hear a hiss, but um, I'm trying to figure out what that's from. It may just be that this microphone's highs are a bit high. So I'm gonna turn on the light in this room. And this is this is actually pretty cool that we got this audio booth. I have some painting to do on it. But very appreciative. And it's a very funny story how we got it in the first place. So um, let me retell it now so that we can... That's what this episode will be about. Um, and it's a very interesting story on how when you operate a business, sometimes you have to get outside of what you're most comfortable with. So I, when we got this space, I really wanted an audio booth because I wanted to be able to do audio recordings. And I've looked online, YouTube and the like, and seen how simple, not cheap, well, even the cheap ones, how simple it is to create a vocal room, vocal booth. These aren't audio isolation in the sense of it kills all audio in a location that's those are completely separate and i think the most famous of those are the whisper rooms it's a company um i've gone to trade shows and seen their boots they're very well made wonderful looking boots um, and they can range from semi-professional to fully professional boots and they can range from for I think the least expensive one I saw was thirty seven hundred and of course the most expensive is in um, close to a hundred thousand. These are you can do sound stages. Um but obviously we don't have the room for that. And I wasn't sure I could afford thirty seven hundred when I do the calculations about how many customers I would need. And since that isn't my primary business, thirty seven would be a huge investment it would take quite a bit of time to recoup. So I wanted to start with something small. Now, what we did find is the people doing the PVC boots, the PVC um, pipes with the joints, and they have uh, diagrams on how to put it together and using uh, sound blankets. Now, many of these advertise a cost of around 50 to to $150 but I don't think they take into account if you look at the date these things were done. This is before um, The pandemic introduced um, Supply chain issues and all these prices have gone up. So you're looking now at closer to 200 to 250 to put these boots together That's fine. They're still inexpensive, but they don't look professional. Let's be honest If you're just recording things in your own home fine If you're gonna invite clients to come in and they see PVC and um, uh, moving blankets. That's nah, not going to work. So we wanted something a little higher scale. So I spoke to a friend of mine. He's an excellent carpenter, and we looked at some people who have done boots online. And what it is is um, plywood, or um, you know, thin pieces of wood uh, with two by fours connecting. There's a couple who did one in their garage, and I believe they spent close to a thousand dollars. so I said, "Let me be fair, they use rock wool in between the the rock wool insulation that's the sound dampening version and I said, well this that might work for me let me let me have a budget of twelve hundred and put it together now." at first he agreed but then time was passing time was passing and he wasn't building it on the day we needed it or i should say two days before we needed it he mentioned seeing something that someone had a sound booth about three and a half hours away the sound booth weighs a thousand pounds and he said we should go get it the price was well below my um well below my threshold well below twelve hundred dollars for the booth but number one it's three and a half hours away i'm not keen on doing that you know driving three and a half hours away that's just not my style to go that far to pick up something because i have to factor in how much time it costs i have to be away from making money to do this then he mentioned um it's a thousand pounds and even the people selling it said "Eh, you should probably bring about four people and there was only two of us. I'm like, and if we have to go sight unseen. We don't have any idea about how to take it apart. But he pushed and pushed and pushed and cajoled and pushed and suggested, and I was like, well, let's just go to Home Depot, pick up the parts, and put it together. Uh, not really. And I'm upset. On internally, I'm upset. But I decide to go ahead. The person said, look, if we can come get it, uh, fine. And we can they'll be available at four in the afternoon. And I'm like, okay, now that ruins it for me. I'm an early morning person. If I want to get up if I have to get up and drive three and a half hours, I'm getting up first thing in the morning, six o'clock, avoiding all the traffic to drive to where I need to go to pick up what I need so that I can get back to avoid the traffic. You're talking about you can meet us at four. That means at best we're gonna get there around four thirty. You know, then you have to con- be concerned about traffic. Get there 4:30. Have no idea how to take this thing apart, so you got to calculate maybe two hours to take it apart. Now you're at 6:30 to drive three and a half hours back. You're lucky if you get back at 10. Well, finally, you know, we decide to go, and it's just the two of us going. We get there. It's a it's a place in Pennsylvania. No traffic. That's number one. That was great. No traffic Um, heading north on 15, no traffic until we got into Harrisburg. That's like in the middle of Pennsylvania. Uh, We got, we had to go through the city. So there was some traffic, but it's not like Washington DC traffic. There's, you know, very few places that bad. So we get up there. We're looking at this thing. He had looked at some videos of people putting it together And he had mentioned sometimes people use adhesive. If if you use adhesive to put these panels together, it's tremendous. So I'm going to have to do a video. I I had done a video sort of us putting it together, but I think the the camera ran out of battery. So if you go on our web page, spaceage-llc.com, there may be a link to a video coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. But... We find we 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 unscrew certain things, nothing's moving. We have to take off the roof. the roof is heavy on this, and this thing is nearly to the top of their ceiling, so it's about an eight by what is it it's maybe a five by four internally. I'll have to do some measurements five by four internally with a and it's a, about eight feet eight feet tall no it's about maybe six and a half maybe because you're standing on a base so the whole thing to the very top might be seven and a half feet but internally it's maybe six and a half feet so we take the roof off we start working on the sides the way it slots in together it slots into the base so we get the first thing is the we take the door off door is heavy then we take the door frame off that's probably the lightest piece because now that we've taken the door off it's fine Then we take the one side off that has absolutely nothing on it. It's heavy. We take the side with the window off. It's not, it's not, it's still heavy. And then the back wall is heavy. So two of us and the gentleman who his wife runs the audiology um, facility, we're all taking this apart. Thank God it was on the first floor. If we had to go with an elevator and things like that, I don't think I could have done it. (laughs) So we take all that off, and then the base, and the base is probably the heaviest piece of them all. So then we pile it all in the car. Uh, we got there about 5 o'clock, because we had to stop for gas and something to eat. Pile all the stuff in the vehicle. It took us about 90 minutes to take everything apart and get it in the trailer. I'm I'm, I'm going to skip a part of the story um, where we went back and forth on a haul If we had to rent a truck it would have doubled the price of the trip. Luckily, we got a trailer, which, you know, no mileage is attached to that. And we've piled half in the back of his truck, half in the trailer, drove back. Totally uneventful ride. But now we left there by about 7? Maybe, yeah, we left there by about 7. Had to travel the three and a half hours back. No traffic now. It's really late at night. Uh, No problems. And then we got into a discussion about it because he was a very apologetic about not um, being able to build it like we had designed, but he thought this would be better. And at first I thought he was worried about not, you know, having the acumen to build it properly, but he said, no, that wasn't the issue. He didn't think he could build it at that budget and be good. He is, like I said, he's a phenomenal, he, he does handyman work, but he's a phenomenal carpenter, he works on cars. He he does things with his hands. He doesn't like doing anything halfway. He doesn't like doing anything improper. So he thought for it to be built properly, it was closer to 2500 than 1200 So he didn't like the idea of building me something that I'm trying to put clients in. It looks janky and it doesn't do the job it's supposed to do. Because there's a, and I'll have to find exactly, I think it's, the name of the gentleman on YouTube, uh, the, the name of the link is, or the channel is, Soundproofing Your Home. I'll have to look that up. I mean, I can just walk over to the computer and look it up. Um, and it's, sound, it's a gentleman who talks about how to do soundproofing. He has links to download and all that stuff. And he said one of the problems people have is they think soundproofing has a lot to do with um you know, the type of material. Okay, let me say this correctly. He said the problem people have is they think when they do soundproofing, it's the thickness of the material that's at issue. And, you know, they'll do plywood, they'll do sheetrock, they'll do insulation, they do that. And he said, no, it's the mass. It's the mass of 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 the material. So the thicker, you get better reflection, thick, massive pieces of material. So it's not enough to do like a single sheet of drywall or, um, or a piece of plywood. Even if you put multiple pieces of plywood, those aren't really mass heavy pieces of material. So sound can easily get through it. If you only understood how solid this room is, it is such a difference between what we would have created and what we were able to go pick up. So we called two more people once we got back. And we got back here to this studio by about 11. We got two people to put together. And at that point, it's late at night. We're grumpy. I've been up all day. The strength I had to move it from the room, uh, from the audiology place into the vehicle, that strength is now gone so we're making fun of each other about how weak we are. But he comes up with some great ways. We finally, let it slot, we finally get it slotted together, get everything screwed in. Because the next day, the client's coming. So we had to get it all together. Then my son and I stayed and did some quick wiring for it. And I have to replace this panel. Because this panel is made for an audiologist. Even though it does have quarter-inch connections, they look old. And there's no XLR on here. So I'm going to measure and figure out, it looks like a double-din or double-gang panel, and I may have to create my own with some fancy soldering to uh, make the proper panel. So I still have some work to do on that end. But the point being, I had to come outside of my comfort zone to travel further than I would have liked to, to incorporate ideas that I would have never done, find myself in a situation where I wasn't sure how it would turn out, but I still had to take the chance. And now I have the difference between my audio sounding like this when I record a podcast and then sounding like this when I record my podcast. And I'll be able to... Well, you can hear all the computers running. I'm used to this sound, but... You can hear all of this noise. And that's the difference. I got it for less. Now I had to put in more energy and effort. But in hindsight, now I have a story to tell rather than, hey, I paid someone who's really good at building to build me something, and then it isn't quite what I wanted. Now I have a story to tell. I could put it on the podcast and maybe encourage you to sometimes... um, Go outside of your comfort zone. I never really understood what that meant. I mean, why would you want to go outside of your comfort zone? If you're comfortable doing something, you can do it well. Why don't you just keep doing it? But the key to that is, if you get into these ruts where you're only doing what you're comfortable with, you'll never grow. That's it. That's that's what exercise is about. That's what strength training is about. You stretch yourself within limits to your limit. And then that allows you to be able to do more. And especially to be able to grow as a person, grow as a technician, grow as... Sometimes you're going to have to um, incorporate technology you've never done before on a job. Sometimes you're going to have to... Um, maybe you're used to doing music videos. Maybe you have to do a wedding one time to grow and to, to, to be able to have more of a resume. And that way you know, oh, this experience. And that doesn't mean you have to be perfect the first time you do it. That's not what learning is. Learning is struggling through something, finding a solution, and then growing from that. And then struggling with the next thing. Um, That's why sometimes with people where everything comes easy, once you put them in a different situation, they completely fall apart because they don't know what struggle is. But I struggled to even contemplate doing this. And because of his pushing and then my willingness to give in, boom, we have an audio booth. And it's going to make a difference. So thank you for listening. I hope this encourages you to try something different within limits. We're not talking about just going straight from crawling to skydiving, even though some people can do that. You know. Think about what you'd like to accomplish, but what it's going to take to get there, and then push at it. Thank you for listening to Unwired. Check us out on spaceage-llc.com. Look out for that video. Um, I'm going to be sort of doing this again in video format, and then doing some testing with the audio booth. You've heard it. This is good because it's straight audio. But now we're going to do some video and seeing how it can work out. And if you ever need a video booth uh, and you're in the uh, central Maryland area, mm-hmm. look us up. Thanks. How do you stop this thing? I never remember. You know, I've fallen out of favor with this DR 10